Zoe and today we will be discussing are movies and television or more broadly is pop culture becoming too work woke uh before we get into that as per usual i'd like to remind you to follow this podcast on spotify and or apple Podcasts. and when you do so don't forget don't forget to hit the notification bell so you get notifications every type of post secondly you can follow me on instagram at black girl underscore meets underscore pop culture for further information about this podcast and finally you can financially support this podcast starting at just 99 cents before we continue this episode, I would like to preference and say that I am a bit under the weather, and that is affecting my voice, and it's very frustrating because I am a, a singer, I love to sing, and I've been working on music, uh, hopefully some, I, I planned on having some music out before the end of the year, so hey, if you're listening to that, stay tuned, but um, yeah, so it's frustrating because I like to sing, and I've been working on music, and I can't necessarily work on music appropriately, at least in the manner I would like to, because I'm sick. And so the same goes to the podcast. I, I might struggle to articulate myself because I'm under the weather, or uh, I might keep this episode a little bit shorter because I'm under the weather. So yeah, now pause real quick as I take a sip of my tea tea's good all right it's got some ginger in there too so that helps all right so are or is pop culture becoming too woke i feel like this term woke has become uh carelessly thrown around in the past 10 years and i want to first address what does this term woke mean now my introduction to this word and this type of setting was in childish gambino's Redbone, where he says stay woke they be creeping, they'll, they'll find you, they'll, they'll catch you sleeping. Uh, and, and, and that was in the film, the song was perfectly used in the film of Get Out, where that was crucial. <laughs> Understandably so, you needed to stay woke, because they were creeping. Um, they would find them, and they would catch them sleeping. Uh, but being woke, uh, and I, th- I think that song perfectly articulates what it is, but being woke is basically being aware knowing what's going on in your community, specifically towards racism. Uh, this, this, this term is specific to black culture, and I feel like I have a right to say that because this podcast is titled Black Girl Meets Pop Culture. I am a black girl, or a black woman more specifically, but black girl rolls off the tongue better than black woman meets pop culture, you know? And I was just transitioning to being an adult, so hey. <laughs> but... Yes, that's what the term really means. It means being aware of specifically racial injustice. But that 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 has turned into more not just racial injustice, excuse me, not just racial injustice, but injustice to uh, discriminated 
uh, minorities. So to minorities. Um, And would I disagree that minorities... Yeah, would I disagree that minorities have been treated terribly in the past? Or since the history of this country? No, I would not disagree. Minorities have been treated terribly uh, since the beginning of this country. Our country has been founded, or the United States, I should be more specific, because there are people who listen to this podcast that are not from America. Shout out to you. Uh, But yes, the United States is grounded in racism and social injustice uh, into the minorities such as women and, 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 and etc being mistreated however I feel like us as Americans do not give our country as much credit as it is deserved as that we have been progressing in right footsteps uh, you think of like title nine for example where uh, where women are supposed to be treated equally in the in I believe in the workplace. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, but yeah, you have stuff like that. You have the Civil Rights Act of 1963, where uh, it basically says you cannot be discriminated against because of your skin color, your your gender, your this, your that. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying that we have upheld that to the perfect extent. Absolutely not. I will not lie and act like that but i feel like when we're focusing on pop culture specifically film and television i feel like we're doing a bit of overcorrecting. uh i've mentioned this bit in the past talking about forced diversity in in movies and and, and stuff like that where it doesn't feel natural anymore uh where a character you know it feels like characters are now just focused on to their sex their gender their sexual identity or their sexual orientation i should be more ex- and their gender identity excuse me um uh yes their race religion this that or third i feel like that's very disingenuous because i you know i have friends of all different kinds of backgrounds and this and that i don't look at a friend of mine and think oh they're gay Oh, they're bi. Oh, they're black. Oh, they're white. Oh, they're this. Oh, they're that. They're a guy. They're, they're a woman. Like, no. And I don't think people, or I don't think you should live your life just thinking of people as labels and stuff like that. And um, I think that has um, been lost in film and television, truthfully. Uh, the most prime example currently is Little Mermaid and how Haley Bailey, <laughs> I love her, 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 her first and last name, Ryan, but she was cast as the Little Mermaid. Now I have not yet seen this movie, so I'm not going to give too much of an opinion. Um, and I do plan on watching it when it comes to Disney plus, but I wasn't going to pay a ticket to see it because you're, you're not being creative. But before I jump the gun, um, I do not have a problem with Haley Bailey as an actress. I don't have a problem with her taking the role. I more so have a problem with the company that hired her because it feels like that it's not genuine. It feels like, now it could be from a genuine place, but it doesn't feel genuine. And I say this because Disney has a pattern of doing this. I mean, with what's coming up next and next year, not too long from now in 2024, we have Snow White. And we have, uh, let me, I don't want to mispronounce her name. Uh, give me one second. 
So the actress that has been cast as Snow White is Rachel Zegler. And I, once again, I have nothing against her. The girl can sing. And that's one thing I have to have to be honest about with Haley Bailey. Girl, girlfriend can sing, all right? Her singing um, part, uh, part of your world. And, you know, I could kind of get into my discrepancies a bit about... You know, let's let's do that, and I'll get right back on topic. I love the song uh, Part of Your World. And my only problem with Haley Bailey's rendition of Part of Your World. And you know, it could be a different interpretation. It's cool. But if you watch, there's a video of, uh, with, um, gosh, I can't remember his name. Alan Menken. Alan Menken. He uh, was uh, crucial to the disney renaissance era as he was the composer for a majority of the music and also a writer particularly towards like let's say with pocahontas and i uh, i know specifically he helped write pocahontas uh but yes he mentioned how howard i forgot his uh, um last name but he was a part of of uh the Disney's Renaissance era, particularly in the beginning, and he sadly passed away. So, particularly in the beginning, he was very involved. Um, and I remember watching it, and, and, and Jodie Benson, the actress that voiced uh, Ariel, almost said Belle, said um, he didn't want her to overact the song, and that it's a monologue. She's talking in pitch, but with Haley Bailey's performance, you missed that. She's not talking in pitch. See, she's singing. You know, it's it's less of a monologue and more, and more of a performance, which I have a problem with. Now, I love her rendition. Don't get me wrong. But when you compare it to what you had before, which is a reason why I think Disney and these re- remakes is absolutely foolish. But I digress. Um, But getting back on topic, we talk about Rachel Zegler, who has been cast as Snow White. Once again, I have no problem with her. Girlfriend can sing. She sang. She was in... um the remake of West Side Story. I almost forgot. She was in the remake of West Side Story. She's an amazing actress. She can really sing. I mentioned, I, I know more of her singing than her acting because I her, I listened to her sing uh, uh, What Baking Can Do from the musical Waitress and she killed it. She she did uh, When He Sees Me as well from the musical Waitress and those songs are not easy to sing. Even uh, You Matter to Me, another song that is fairly difficult to sing. So I have no concern of her singing these songs. Absolutely not. But what I have a problem with is it doesn't seem genuine. This act, this casting does not seem genuine. If you look at the cast of who's playing the dwarves, you have a whole... First of all, they're called the dwarves for a reason. Why is there one little person? One one little person, one person with dwarfism, and and I believe it's Peter Dinklage. You want to talk about diversity and inc- inclusivity? Show us some people, some actors who suffer from dwarfism. That you had a perfect chance. They don't all have to be white. I really don't care. They, they you know, they could. I, I don't know. But what the problem is, you have, you know, it's it's just like let's throw whatever in there. Let's do, yeah, we got some black dwarfs, even though they're not dwarfs, but whatever. What are you doing? It's fair, like, that was the most inclusive role you could have cast. And I just want to, this quote here from an interview that Rachel Zegler and Gal Gadot, they were, they were both in, talking about Snow White and how the story will be a bit different. 
you know they did this kind of in the remake of beauty and the beast and that was the last remake i watched the last and kind of only remake where bell who was terribly <laughs> miscasted by emma watson who ugh, don't even get me sorry but um you know where she was also an inventor inventor as well which i i, I didn't i didn't necessarily hate you know it, it was it was cool uh yeah um i just think emma watson was terrible in that movie but i digress anyway here's a quote from gal gadot about snow white Quote, Snow White is not going to be saved by the prince. She's the proactive one, and she's the one who sets the terms. This is what makes it so relevant to where we are today. End quote. <sighs> Bro, if you want to make a movie like that, go ahead. I do not care, but don't call it Snow White. Stop it. Like, okay, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man is not Iron Man from the comic books, but it's close enough. He acts close enough in line to that character. So I'm not outraged every time I see RDJ portray Iron Man, okay? But this, what the heck? What are you doing? Now, I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen Snow White through and through, but I know it's not this. (laughs) I know it's not this. All right, there is nothing wrong. Okay, and they say it somewhere else in the interviewers, in the same interview, I believe, where they're like, "Yeah, she doesn't need to be saved by a man or anything. You know, she's her own." Now I'm exaggerating here, but they did say she doesn't need to be saved by a man. And here's the exaggeration: you know, she's her own independent woman. All, all, all they were missing was black. She's her own black independent woman. Da 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 da. And here's the thing: there's nothing wrong ladies and gentlemen there is nothing wrong or ladies i'm more specifically talking to there is nothing wrong with wanting to be married there is nothing wrong waiting for your prince charming no matter what these people are trying to say well i could do it on my own no you can't i'm not trying to get political here but this is what it's turned into what this is what it's delved into what it's what it's what it's spiraled into there's nothing wrong like it Men and women are meant to complement each other, okay? There are things that men can do that women can't do, and there's things that women can do that men can't do. That's okay. There is nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing. And if you are are like, <laughs> I've been waiting for, or I've been dreaming of a true love kiss, if, if that's you, and by the way, I have not seen that movie in ages, so I, 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 I'm sure I butchered that. But if that's you, that's okay, there's nothing to be ashamed about. There's nothing you'd be like, oh, I feel like I have more conservative values than progressive uh, or liberal values. That's okay. That's okay. And I fear that this is what it's turning into. That it's turning into, if you don't like that we casted this black chick as Ariel, then you're a bigot. If you don't like that we had a female lead Star Wars for three tri- or for three movies, then you're a bigot. If you don't like this, if you don't like that, that involves inclusivity, then you're a bigot. You know, actually, there was a movie called Bros, and I believe the director of the film, and it was about uh, LGBTQ individuals, LGBTQ plus individuals, and. I believe it didn't perform well at the box office and the and the and the director was like, Well, you just don't like gay people. No, I just don't care for the movie. 
I just don't care. It's, 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 my goodness. It's like if a Tyler Perry film did terribly and Tyler Perry came out and said, you don't like black people. You just don't care enough about black people to support us in a film. What? Huh? This is where we are. And once again, I, let me, let me further elaborate on the sincerity. It does not feel sincere anymore. There was, in, actually, I was watching a cl- uh, some clips from Lilo and Stitch. And, and I was just thinking about it as an adult, you know, tw- as a 20-year-old, tw- being 20 years old. And I'm like, you know, when I was younger, I was never like, huh, they're Hawaiian. You know, I, I, I never, that never crossed my mind. It's just like, huh, these, there's these characters and their, their skin just so happens to be tan. You know, it just so happens to not be white. Okay. I wasn't like, look, look, you know, it's, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Like, no, it, it just happened. It felt natural. It's like, okay, we're exploring this culture. Uh, and a, a good example, and this is showing one of my favorite hobbies and uh, our hobby I've rekindled is watching wrestling. And I remember specifically when I first started watching wrestling, they were really trying to push Roman Reigns. And you can kind of make the argument. Now, you, it's not even kind of. You can make the argument. Because they did it with Ginger, Ginger Mahal. You can make the argument that they were trying to push Roman Reigns so hard. Not just because he's related to The Rock. Not just because of this. But also because he was Samoan. And because the face that run this place was white and he was out his way and he was out the door becoming a part-timer you know just like now we have to progress john cena's not here anymore okay let's add some diversity which i'm not hating it but the fans hated the push for roman reigns because it felt so unnatural it felt fabricated it felt forced i mean they hated john cena as well rightfully so because it felt forced as well but later on and i, I specifically talk about how it could be race driven because they did the same thing with Jinder Mahal an Indian wrestler who out of the no out of nowhere won the world title and they did nothing with him did absolutely nothing I would feel offended if I was if I was uh from India or from Indian descent or I was racially Indian I would feel kind of some kind of way because I'm like now it's just baiting me you are racially baiting me you you put this person in this position just so i could watch it and you're doing nothing with them you're joking this is a joke my goodness but i was gonna mention later or before but i wanted to mention it now because i was like wait i have a good point i remember watching smallville when i was younger and it was an episode spoiler alert for a show that came out over 20 years ago but there was an episode with this girl who could shapeshift Trust me, just follow me here. <laughs> There's this girl who could shapeshift. And she was obsessed with Lana Lang. But not in the heterosexual way. She clearly had a crush on her. And it did not need to be explained to me when I was young. I was just like, huh. Oh well. <laughs> and I kept it pushing. I was just like, huh. 
okay, interesting. I did not care. <laughs> and, 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 and that makes it, that's just another valid point. When we talk about stuff like, let's say, Marvel and, and, and so on, like one of the, the most hammy on the nose written scene is when Sam is training with the shield and Bucky's like, you know, Steve and I didn't understand how it'd be for a black man to be Captain America, da 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 da. And then you it, it just keeps elevating. With with the we we like with the black people have not been treated well. So it it just keeps going. Like when when Carly finally dies, rightfully so, because she killed these people and I'm supposed to feel bad for her. Like, no. You are a mur you are practically a serial killer. You are a murderer. And I'm supposed to be like, no. She was right. What? She there is a more compelling argument for for Magneto than there was for Carly, but I digress. That's a different conversation. But he's like, you gotta do better, Senator. And I'm like It is so over the top. It's so hammy. You know, and 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 and, and, and I, I mentioned it just makes no sense. Why does it make no sense? Because I feel like the last thing in the MCU you're going to be worried about is if your neighbor is black or if your best friend is gay or if they're transgender or they're this or that or they're a Muslim or, or whatever. That's the last thing you're going to be concerned about in that universe. You know why? Because they Because five years ago, half of existence blipped out of existence. <laughs> I can't I don't make the why you know what the, and I will be talking about this in the following week about secret invasion and because I started with the first episode I was gonna keep talking about it but I just watched it all the way through and I feel like I just needed a rant uh, especially when my voice is better but I just need a rant about that show in 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 in, in, in its entirety but I'm like, it would make it makes more sense that people are afraid of scrolls than they are of black people or people who identify with the LGBTQ plus or who people who are this people who are that. It makes much more sense, especially in that climate of the situation of the MCU. It makes much more sense. It's more compelling. So when you come up with this foolishness, and and you know, I it, it just needs to be better written. This is what I mean by it doesn't feel sincere or genuine. You know, it feels forced. It it desperately feels forced. And this is the problem I'm finding with, with television and movies today. And sometimes it's not forced, but people think it's forced because it's been forced so often. And it's sad. It's sad. It really is sad. I don't feel like every television company or every movie, you know, whatever... I don't feel like every single one of them is trying to push down an agenda. I don't I don't feel like that. But because it's for example Disney because it is a pattern in certain companies, I believe that people are like, "Well, it's woke anyway. It's a woke movie." You know, I don't think all movies that are f- led by female leads are woke. I don't think that all movies that are led by people who are part of the LGBTQ plus are woke. I don't think all movies that are led by black people are woke. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it feels like it is becoming less and less genuine. Less and less genuine. I was watching a podcast, actually the whatever podcast, 
I just watch it from time to time to hear the crazy stuff that happens. But this girl was like, yeah, I wish I had. And here's the thing. When I was younger, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I believe I mentioned it on this podcast, but here's a confession. When I was younger, I believe I was actually five. The Superhero Squad came out. And it was a Marvel show that came out on Cartoon Network, interestingly enough. And um, the, the cast cons- consisted of, like, Silver Surfer, Thor, Reptile, who's a, sh- a character created for that show. Who I had no problem with, by the way, because he was, you know, whatever. He was Hispanic. Um, Wolverine, Hulk, and Falcon. And I remember watching the show. And Falcon was, like, the only, the only black, well, necessi- not necessarily the only black character, but the only main black character. And I remember thinking, Falcon sucks. <laughs> I'm like, why? All the cool characters are white. I want to be white. Yeah, I remember thinking that when I was five. But then I got over it, you know. Um, but yeah, do I wish there were more characters or uh, characters I found interesting to be of my ethnicity? Sure. However, that doesn't mean that they weren't there. I might have just not have been looking. Uh, I was a kid obsessed with comic books, and um, you know, I I, I don't know. At, like at at that time, like that's how Raven was wasn't on anymore because like it was like the people before before me. So like one of my friends, she's I want to say twenty six, twenty six, and she was like, oh yeah, I watched that's how Raven, and I didn't. So there's a six years age age gap between us, and that's the example of how I just missed it. Um, I missed uh, the Proud family that wasn't really coming out when you know it's like Teen Titans. I missed Teen Titans because it came out when I was born, but it wasn't necessarily being rerun. But you know there were there were other shows where there were predominant black characters. There was you know thinking Tucker from Danny Phantom. Yes, he wasn't the main character, but he was of like. He wasn't, you know, the show wasn't titled Tucker Phantom, no, or Tucker Foley. It was titled Danny Phantom, but yeah, Tucker, he was a main character of that show. Um, uh, yeah, you talk about, uh, <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents, I think of Juan Decimo, but there was also a kid on there that, that, was, that was black. Um, fair, uh, not Fairly, I mean, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, uh, Good, uh, Good Luck Charlie, uh, I, I, I can go on of, how there were shows that there were characters, not just black, but uh, of different ethnicities that I just, you know, I, they were there. I just maybe necessarily didn't relate to them. But that doesn't mean, you know, uh, it wasn't diverse enough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think of Danny Phantom. It was a, the, the <laughs> it was it was fairly diverse. And yeah, you sure you have a white guy, you have a white girl. But one of your main characters is a girl. And um black guy on there think of uh of uh <laughs> and people come after power rangers because the black ranger is a black guy and the yellow rangers is the asian chick but that came out in the 90s that's pretty progressive man there were yeah there were more guys and girls on the team but the fact that you had two girls on the team that were pretty competent is incredible if i were to say so to say the least but going back to the whatever podcast this 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 lady on there was like um kids don't care about race like she was saying that in for you should change the ethnicities or the race you shouldn't mind changing the race of these characters and she's like yeah kids don't care and somebody was like well if kids don't care about the ethnicity then why change it and that is such a valid point
point. If your argument is that children don't care, then why change it? No, you're changing it because children do care. That's why you're changing it. And I guess the closing argument is that diversity is not solely based on how you identify. Diversity is is life. My parents are divorced. That is diversity. Sure, a majority of people now they come from divorced parents, but the other but the, not even a majority. It's actually more of a majority that have parents that are still together uh than the than than people like like to lead you to believe. There's actually more people that are, are happily married than divorced or arguably happily married. But that's a different conversation. But yes. My parents are divorced. As of last year, my parents are no longer together. That is a diversity in my life. That means I have friends that have parents that are still together, but my parents are not. That is that is diverse. It's different. <laughs> it's it's not solely based on how you appear, what you look like. No, it can be your life, your lifestyle, your life choices. I have a car. A lot of my friends don't. Therefore, it's kind of diverse. <laughs> and I don't mean like diversity has to be minority focused, centrally minority focused. No, there are white people who have diverse families. I don't know. Maybe in their family, they have an aunt, that, or aunt that has a, that's married to a woman. Or their uncle's married to a guy. That's diversity. <laughs> or maybe not. Or maybe they, I don't know, but it's not simply race or who you like or what this or what that. I don't know. Diversity could be, I live in a condo. Somebody else lives in a, in a townhouse. I live in an apartment. Somebody else lives in a house. I live on a boat. They live in, they, they live in a, 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 a tiny house. I live in a basement. They live in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an attic. You see what I'm saying? Uh, a, a family with... That a wealthy family and a low-income family. That is diverse. That is different. I don't understand where this came from. Where where it's like, no, it has to be this. It has to be that. No. White people are broke. In fact, the people that fought in the wolf, the Civil War, you know, rich white people had poor white people fight in the Civil War. And they were called white trash. They were discriminated against. Crazy. It's not just one-sided. You know, it's, it's, and I feel like people are going to say, so you're getting political. I'm not intentionally trying to get political. I'm just trying, I'm just trying here to make a point. And the point is, I, you know, I think Martin Luther King said it the best. Let's not judge people by the skin color, but the content of their character. And that should go for films. Let's not judge films by how many black people are on this cast or how many women or Hispanic or this, that, and the third. Let's judge it on the content. Is there good writing in this film? Is there good uh, cinematography? Is there good a, a good story, good direction, a good cast that can actually act this, that, the third? That's what we should be focusing on. And we lost that. We truly, desperately lost that. I, I, I just think of all these 
and, and people want to say, oh, this is a new thing about uh, of, of people being accurate, or, you know, different types of people being betrayed. This is not a new thing. You think of the 80s. Starting or just starting in the late seventies, going into the eighties, you you see, uh, first in nine, uh, um, excuse me, in seventy seven with Carrie Fisher playing, or you can even go to her mother and how she was a lead actress in Singing in the Rain, and she was com- coupled against two guys. That's kind of intimidating, especially for her time. But going back to my point, you think of seventy seven with Carrie Fisher playing princess leia and how assertive she is it never felt over it, it it never felt forced it always felt natural it always felt natural of, of, of how witty leia is and that ties into her mother and who her father is but you know i'm not trying to talk too much about star wars but that's that's just an example you think of 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 of, of terminator of, of alien the terminator franchise and the alien franchise and you see mostly it's it's run by women it's it's i don't mean run but it's led by women the the the, the main character is a woman <laughs> practically so uh, and yes I've, i started this by saying minorities have been treated terribly in the past i do not disagree but i feel like the problem is is there's become an overcorrection not a correction but an overcorrection where you know, if you don't include everybody, you're a bigot. Or if you have a problem with a film that includes everybody, you you are racist or you're homophobic, you're transphobic, you're thisphobic, you're that phobic. And I just want to say you're not. And if people believe that I am phobic of all these things, then that is their prerogative. But I feel like this is crucial to say that, once again... Let's not judge things by appearance, but the content. But hey, I feel like I've been rambling a bit, but that, that's all I have for you guys today. If you enjoyed this episode, share this if someone you think. I highly suggest you share this episode. Uh, someone think you'll like it, even someone who might disagree with me. I'll be back Friday talking about Superman and Lois. And I will be back talking, you know, typical black girl meets pop culture, whatever topic I want to talk about. Not next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. And on Monday, I'll be talking about Avatar, The Last Airbender. I'll be on episode 9. But hey, that's all I have for you guys. Until uh, until I see y'all next, or until you hear my voice, voice next, peace.